0: Hey there friend, welcome back to the yours truly podcaster. Welcome if this is your first time joining us. Man if this is your first time here, you are in for a doozy of an episode today talking about all things Halloween and Halloween candy to be specific. But before I get ahead of myself, this is episode 152 here on the podcast. My name is Claire Tuning. I am a registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. I, of course, am your host of the podcast, the owner of yours, Julie Nutrition. If you are new around here, you should know that I am probably the biggest fan of puns and wordplay that you will ever meet. Julie is 100%... A play on my last name. What a great name for a dietitian. I actually get a fair number of questions of people asking me if tuning is my real last name. And yes, it is. It is not a stage name. It is not something that I made up. It just happens to be a really perfect fit for my career. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I am here to spend a little bit of time reminiscing about the fall season October 31st, to be exact, Halloween. I do a lot of different episodes here on the podcast. I do some solo episodes talking about, you know, the principles of intuitive eating and how to improve your relationship with food. I do a lot of guest interviews as well, where I bring in a lot of different humans with different areas of expertise and I talk to them. And, you know, I thought it was time to switch it up a little bit. Now this is going to be a solo episode just you and I here today but I wanted to do something just kind of fun and lighthearted for this fall season but before I tell you what's in store for today's episode, because man, do I have something planned. I want to take a moment and say a big thank you to anyone and everyone who attended our fall webinar. I am currently recording this episode the morning after the webinar, but the webinar, if you're listening to this episode in real time, was last Wednesday on the 20th of October. A really big shout out to everyone who attended either on Team Live or maybe you're watching On the replay i was so grateful to have a group of people there live who were super interactive with me you were sending me fall emojis you were laughing at my puns at least i hope you were laughing with me and not at me but if it's the latter that's cool too We had a really great time talking about the haunting binge restrict cycle and how you can break free from it. If you missed the webinar, not to worry, there will be future webinars, probably not on this topic exactly, but I try to do a couple webinars every year. So if you missed it, just kind of keep an eye out either here or on social media for some future announcements. I'm tossing around the idea of doing a holiday webinar. I like to do something around the holidays, so stay tuned for that. And now, As I always do in the intro of every episode, we are gonna get into our Yours Truly Goal Slayer feature post of the week. So, if you are new around here, the Yours Truly Goal Slayers is a free private Facebook community that I host. It is filled with 900 plus members who are all looking to learn more about intuitive eating, have a supportive community that they can turn to and ask questions to, and the post today is actually an in search of post. And I thought it would be helpful to hook you all up with a resource that I shared in the community if you're not already aware of it. So this post reads, Hey everyone, I am looking for a health at every size or haze conscious GI doctor and or endocrinologist in, and then they list a specific area. Does anyone have recommendations? So I'm not featuring this post to list off providers in this exact geographic location, but I'm rather sharing this post to make you aware of a resource called hazecommunity.com. Again, H-A-E-S, hazecommunity.com. And this website is really, really great, not only because it talks about Help at every size and what that means, but because it shows you a list of providers or not necessarily a list as much as it has a directory where providers can sign up to have their names listed on this website and what i love about the directory or the search feature within the directory is it allows you to select the specialty that you're looking for like if you go onto this page it has so many different specialties listed from you know, things like acupuncturists to chiropractors to dietitians, obviously therapists, it has a variety of different helping professionals. So you can select who you are looking to receive support from. And then it also allows you to enter where you are located. So it hooks you up with not only the professionals that you're looking for, but in the area that you're willing to travel to or within where you live. So again, that resource is hayescommunity.com. Specifically, if you're looking for the directory, you can do slash search. So hayescommunity.com slash search, and that'll take you directly to the directory that I am talking about. How many times can I say the word direct or directory? <laughs> but I hope you found this helpful. And speaking of things that you might find helpful, if you are not already a member of our community, we would love to have you. This is a group of individuals who are so supportive. There is no diet talk or negative food, body weight talk in this community. So if you are really wanting a spot on the internet that is going to be safe and non-triggering, at least to the best of our abilities, then we would love to invite you to join us you can join our group by visiting clairetuning.com slash community and that link will take you directly to a brief application that i will request that you fill out when you submit it my team and i will look over it and then get you into our community as soon as we can that application is just so you can learn a little bit more about the group the rules that we abide by, kind of the, the standards that we uphold. And it's also so my team and I can get to know a little bit about you and who we're letting into the community. But if you're not already there, I hope to see you there very soon. And now without further ado, Let me tell you what I have up my sleeve for today's episode. I can actually say that because it's officially sweater season and I am wearing long sleeves. So I have a a couple tricks up them today. Like I said earlier, I really just wanted to create a lighthearted episode here reminiscing about fall, specifically Halloween, as it was one of my favorite holidays growing up. And to be honest, it still is to this day. It's just something about the crisp air and the fun spooky decorations and the change of season and I feel like fall has a lot of great foods associated with it as well so it's one of my favorites and speaking of food it is one of those holidays like many other holidays where food plays a really big role. And anytime that fun foods are involved with any type of holiday or celebration, I think we can all agree that unfortunately our diet and our wellness, heavy air quotes there, wellness obsessed culture, likes to swoop in and suck all of the fun and the joy out of things. So what I'm hoping we can do here with this episode is just try to bring a little bit of that fun back. Maybe we can laugh a little bit and try to remind ourselves that food is meant to be enjoyable and it's meant to be pleasurable and something that we have positive memories and interactions with. And at the end of the day, sure, it's fuel for the physical body. I'm not going to argue on that point. But it's so much more than just fuel alone first segment that i want to kick things off with here on this episode is talking about your favorite halloween candy and what it says about you so when i was planning for this episode i've been thinking on this topic for a couple of weeks now but when i first thought about doing this segment i decided to put up a survey on Instagram, the good old question box to learn what some of the most favorited Halloween candies are. And I've gone through all of these responses. People have a lot of opinions about candy. This was a very non-scientific poll. I'm just surveying anyone who happened to be clicking through my stories that day, but I've gone through all of the responses and I have come up with a list of five candies that appeared most frequently in this very non-scientific survey. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through this list, starting with number five, or the least popular, and working our way all the way down to number one, or the most talked about candy in this survey. And along the way, as we're stepping down from five all the way to one, I am going to tell you, in my humble dietitian opinion, what I think your favorite Halloween candy says about you. This is not a food judgment session or anything like that. It is meant to be a lighthearted. If you like this, then you maybe have some of these personality traits. It kind of reminds me if you're on TikTok at all, if you see any of the astrology videos, it's like, this is how I think all of the zodiac signs would respond to going on a first date or like doing all of these things. It's just kind of something like that. And even though I am a dietitian, these are my opinions. So we're going to, we're going to have fun with it. So kicking it off with number five, or I don't want to say the, the least favorite, because some of the candies that were thrown out there didn't even make it onto this list, but you know, number five, and then we'll work our way down to one. Five, my friends is candy corn. Now, if your favorite candy is candy corn, I'm not going to lie. You do scare me a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong. I do like candy corn. I'm not a candy corn hater. I especially like candy corn when it's combined with something salty. Like, have you ever been to someone's fall themed party or maybe Halloween party and they have a bowl sitting in the middle of the table with candy corn and peanuts mixed together. I think that is a chef's kiss 10 out of 10 combination. But if this is your favorite Halloween candy, it does give me slight pause because my guess is if candy corn is your favorite, you're probably a very stubborn person. Like you know that liking candy corn is a hot take and because it's a hot take, you plan to go to your grave arguing that it is the best Halloween candy just for the sake of stirring the pot. Like, you're one of those people that says, I will die on this hill. Even if I really don't think it's the best Halloween candy, I'm going to pretend that I do because I'm stubborn and this is a hot take and I will take this opinion to my grave. That's what I think about you. Or, okay, here's option two. Maybe you're just a really picky person when it comes to food and once you found a halloween candy that you liked you weren't really willing to branch out and try anything beyond that so that's my guess either you're very stubborn and you like to stir the pot or maybe you're just choosy about foods and when you find something that you like you don't feel a need to explore anymore either way you do you but i do think you owe it to yourself To give some other candy a try if you're claiming that candy corn is your absolute favorite because i am going to argue that there are some better ones out there anyways moving on to number four sour patch kids so if sour patch kids or really any sour candy in general but i think we can agree that sour patch kids are probably one of the most common varieties of sour candy that we see on halloween So if this is your favorite, you, very much like these sweet candies, have big emotions, right? You know, first you're sour and then you're a little sweet. Maybe you can be very quick to react. You emote in very big ways, which can sometimes for you be a very good thing because it means you think fast and you're very quick on your feet. And I'm willing to bet, or I'm willing to guess that this quality of being quick on your feet is actually a quality that may have gotten you out of some tricky situations in the past and that has probably worked to your benefit in more ways than one but other times I'm guessing that this tendency to react really quickly has maybe gotten you into a little bit of trouble here and there and I'm also willing to bet that you're probably working on this because uh, you know that Even though it serves you sometimes, it's maybe not always the best look. And because you are working on this tendency and you're being very self-reflective, you probably have some strong and healthy relationships with those around you. So that's what I think about you if your favorite is Sour Patch Kids or Sour Candy in general. First you're sour, then you're sweet. You got big emotions. Sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's not, but you're working on it. And because of that, you're really nurturing relationships in your life. Who would have thought that a conversation about sour candy could get so deep and introspective so quickly. But alas, we're moving on to number three. The countdown continues. Three is a tie and it is a tie between our good friends, Kit Kat and Twix. Give me a break. Am I right? So if your favorite Halloween candy is either Kit Kat or Twix, You are the friend and just the human in general that literally everyone needs in their life, meaning you are dependable, you are loyal, and you're really in tune with those around you. You just kind of have a knack for knowing what. The people around you need to feel supportive and you can step in and offer that to them. You're the shoulder that they cry on. You're the friend that everyone calls when they need advice. You're just a really great sounding board. And these are all really, really great qualities. I don't think anyone is going to argue with this on that. But sometimes if these are your biggest qualities, I do fear that you might be sacrificing your own well-being for the sake of those around you right? You're always looking to put other people before yourself, self-sacrificing in that way. And that's not all bad. I think that makes you a very caring person, again, in tune with the needs of those around you. But I am offering this as an invitation if you're a Kit Kat or a Twix person to just kind of consider this as a moment to check in with yourself. What do you need? Maybe what you need is a Kit Kat or a Twix, in which case, go for it if you have access to that right now. But if it's something else, maybe go for that too. Maybe it's a couple of minutes alone. Maybe it's a self-caring behavior. Maybe it's a moment of self-connection. Just I want you to remember that caring for other people around you, that's amazing. We need those people in our life. And at the same time, I want you to take care of you too to whatever extent that you're able. Number two, making our way down to number one, but number two, Snickers, because you're not you when you're hungry, you know, and I'm willing to bet that if you're a Snickers fan, you, your hangry is a little scary. You know, I like Snickers as well. They're not my favorite, but I do get a little scary when I am approaching that level of unpleasant hunger. And adding on to that, I'm willing to guess that you're a little bit of a wild child and you maybe have an adventurous side to you because, yeah, even though you like that classic combo of peanuts and chocolate, who doesn't love that? Other than those who are allergic to that combo, you get what I mean, but you you like that classic combo. But the caramel that's in the Snickers really says that you like to spice things up and even be a little spontaneous. Like, remember the first time you ever ate a Snickers and you like take that bite and you get a little bit of the crunch and the meltiness of the chocolate and then you get that big like string of caramel like swinging from the bar as you bite off and it's like a little unexpected at first, right? You didn't know that there was gonna be caramel in there but you're happy about it and it's a little exciting. It's something different. You're adventurous and you like an element of surprise and spontaneity. That's what I think if you're a Snickers person. And lastly, we've made our way to number one, the most favorite Halloween candy, at least in my Instagram following. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, 10 out of 10. I would have to agree. I think all of you who voted this on my stories, you and I would be, really great friends in real life because this is also my number one Halloween candy. But you all didn't just say Reese's peanut butter cups. You specifically were honing in on the pumpkin shape of the Reese's. Now, I don't know your thoughts on this. I've actually talked about this anytime a new seasonal Reese's come out. Like I remember talking about this in February and with the Easter eggs as well, but I am a firm believer that the seasonal shapes of Reese's taste way better than the normal Reese's peanut butter cups. I think it has something to do with the ratio Of peanut butter to chocolate. I think there is more peanut butter in the seasonal shapes of Reese's. And actually some people have DM'd me whenever I've talked about this on stories and they claim that the recipe for the seasonal shapes is different from the OG recipe of the just plain cups, which I don't know if there's any level of truth to that, but if there is, it would make sense as to why these taste better. But getting back to what this means about you, if you're a Reese's fan, so obviously you have great taste. And like I said, a moment ago, we would be great friends if we ever met in real life. And I'm also a firm believer that anyone who loves peanut butter is just a friendly and a caring and an all around amazing human being. And I think you're probably very practical as well. Meaning you can be in a situation either at work, Or at home or in your social life and you can just you can see what needs to be done and you go and do it you don't dilly-dally you see the need and you take care of it and you don't always need things to be fancy but you do like things to be done right and in a timely fashion right you just like to have things squared away you like to act on things that you see and then you move on from there you're very practical caring well-meaning person. I don't know why liking a Reese's peanut butter cup gives me that vibe of you, but uh, just something about it, you know? So I hope you enjoyed segment one of our Halloween themed episode. What your favorite Halloween candy says about you. If your Halloween candy, if your favorite was not represented on this list, I apologize, but maybe you just should have voted on the poll. I am also realizing as I read over these top three, so the Kit Kat and Twix, Snickers and the Reese's peanut butter cup that I have a lot of chocolate lovers that follow me and maybe like attracts like, because I am a big chocolate lover myself. Segment two of this episode, we are moving on my friends. This is the second and the final segment of this episode. And then, then we're going to get back in future episodes to talking about things beyond Halloween. But the second segment is guess that slogan, So I have chosen my top five favorite candy company slogans. So I'm going to share those slogans with you again, going from five to one. So five being my least favorite and one being my most favorite slogan. And I'm going to tell you why they are my favorite. And as we're going down the list, you have to guess what candy the slogan belongs to, and if you get all five of them right, I don't know. I don't have a prize lined up. I'm sorry, but maybe you can DM me on Instagram at ClaireTuning and I'll celebrate with you. <laughs> we can have a moment of like, oh my gosh, you know, your slogans as well as I do. How exciting. I don't Is that a way that people connect these days? I don't know. Anyways, starting off, <clears throat> I'm going to sip of water first. Jeez. These solo episodes are a lot of just talking to myself. But we're going to start with number five. Their current slogan is not sorry. That's all it is, my friends, not sorry. But their original and their most famous slogan was two great tastes that taste great together. Can you guess what this was? Again, their current slogan is not sorry, which I don't really get that. I think their marketing department could have been a little bit more creative there but their older slogan was two great tastes that taste great together. Before I tell you what this slogan belongs to, I'm going to give you a little background. Actually, I guess I can't do that because in order to give you background, I have to tell you the name. So this is the Reese's slogan. We go from talking about Reese's 30 seconds ago to jumping back into a conversation about Reese's. This is not an ad for Reese's, but Hershey Company, if you are listening and you would like to sponsor this episode, I would gladly accept. <laughs> but a little, bit of, a little bit of history on the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Now, did I spend longer than I would like to admit reading this Wikipedia page in preparation for this episode? Yes. Yes, I did. But am I ashamed of it? Absolutely not. So the most popular brand of peanut butter cup is, you guessed it, the Reese's peanut butter cup, and now it's a Hershey brand. So yeah, Hershey, if you're willing to sponsor this episode, let me know. So the Reese's peanut butter cup is considered the finest creation of Harry Burnett H.B. Reese, a former employee of Hershey's who set up his own candy manufacturing business back in the 1920s. The company emerged with Hershey's in a July 2nd, 1963 tax-free stock for stock merger, seven years after the May 16th, 1956 death of Reese, that guy I mentioned earlier. The famous slogans, two great tastes that taste great together and how do you eat a Reese's, originated in marketing campaigns for this candy. The most popular slogan is there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's and the current slogan is not sorry. So I don't know about you guys, but I did not know that Reese's were named after an employee of the Hershey company whose last name was Reese. Wow. What a, what a legacy to leave. You know, people are just loving on you and your candy and talking about you. For all the seasons, what a what a legacy, life goals right there. Also, I would kind of argue. So their most popular slogan, "There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's," I would argue that yeah, there is a wrong way to eat a Reese's. Uh, melted? No one wants a melted Reese's. What what do you guys think about putting Reese's in the freezer and eating them? Mm. Eleven out of ten. That's not even a ten out of ten. That is off the charts. So good. That reminds me, I have some Reese's pumpkins upstairs. Maybe I should pop one in the freezer and eat it later. Don't let me forget. I'm going to do that at the the end of my recording. (laughs) So Reese's slogan, my number five, moving on to number four. Sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't. Do you know what that slogan belongs to? I do. And it's not just because I have it in front of me. I love this slogan growing up. Uh, It brings me a large amount of joy, if you will. Yes, wink, wink. That was me giving you a hint because this is the slogan for mounds and almond joy, right? Mounds being the sweet, coconutty, chocolatey candy without the lone almond floating on top and Almond Joy being the sister variety of that candy. Same exact candy, but there's one lone nut floating atop the coconut mound. I know this is kind of a hot take to like Almond Joys, but I love anything coconutty, especially the, the crunch that the one almond brings on top. It does a heck of a lot for the satisfaction factor in in my humble opinion and you know like the slogan says I feel like that relates to life sometimes you feel like a nut right sometimes you're having a great day sometimes you're on a roll in a good mood and sometimes sometimes you're just not feeling it so maybe this could be a life slogan just sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't and also if almond joy wants to sponsor this episode I would gladly accept (laughs) moving on to number three melts in your mouth not in your hands what candy company does it belong to now i appreciate this tagline because it kind of gives me an idea of what i can expect from this candy eating experience something that i i really value in life is knowing what to expect having a plan knowing what's gonna come next It may not come as a surprise to you if you know me personally or if you listen to any episodes here on the podcast, but I'm a rather type A individual in a lot of ways, and I like to know what's coming. I like to expect the expected, as we say. And when I read this tagline, I just get a good sense of if I choose to eat this candy, I know what's going to happen. It's not only going to taste good. But it's going to wait until it's in my mouth to melt and it's not going to melt in my hands. And as someone who also eats a fair amount of chocolate, I know that sometimes eating chocolate can be a little messy and I don't really like messes. And this tagline helps me to see that with this candy, things could be different and I could have a candy eating experience that is satisfying and cleanly at the same time. So if you haven't already guessed it, this slogan of melt in your mouth and not in your hands is our friend the M&M. I guess that applies to all variety of M&Ms. They have so many different kinds of M&Ms now. It's not only the original ones, but they got the peanut and the pretzel and I think there's a peanut butter one as well. I would argue that the the peanut M&Ms are the best. It's kind of like the crunch that the almond on the Almond Joy brings. I really appreciate when I bite into an M&M and you get the crunch of the peanut. Moving on to number two. Give me a break. Give me a break. That's the slogan. So first thing, I cannot say this slogan without automatically singing the jingle that follows in my head. I'm not going to play it for you because that would definitely give it away, but maybe when you hear me say, give me a break, you also fill in the blanks with the next lines that come in that jingle. Iconic. I also like this tagline of give me a break for how versatile it is, right? Like you could be talking about the candy, like give me a break of that candy, or you could also be using this in passing conversation with someone who's being annoying, like like give me a break geez this is supposed to be fun give me a break i don't know i just i really appreciate the versatility of i could be referring to the candy or i could be using this in casual conversation like this is something that you could say to someone who's talking down on candy right someone who's really steeped in the diet mentality and they're trying to suck all the fun out of your halloween and trying to make you feel guilty for eating it but little do they know that you're using a candy tagline to tell them to back off. It's like a a double meaning. You're not only telling them to stop saying these negative things about candy, but it's a play on words because give me a break is the slogan of Kit Kats. I'm actually not a huge Kit Kat fan. It's not that I dislike them, but compared to all of the other chocolatey Halloween candies, they're just not my favorite, but they do have a good slogan. And lastly, number one, we have made it to my favorite slogan of all the candies to ever be a candy. And this slogan is hungry. Why wait? Or another iteration of this slogan is you're not you when you're hungry. Now, if you were paying attention earlier in this episode, I actually used this slogan in the first segment. Maybe you picked up on it. I also feel like you're not you when you're hungry has been really popularized by a series of commercials put out by this candy. I think they're still on TV. I think they maybe aired one year during a Super Bowl. I remember they were one of the most talked about commercials. Betty White was in one. They had a lot of celebrities in these commercials. But you're not you when you're hungry. Now, the reason why this is my number one Both of them, the hungry, why wait? And you're not you when you're hungry. My reason for choosing this is probably quite obvious. If you have listened to any other episodes of this podcast, or if you follow my content on social media at all, it's because I think it's a really, really great reminder of the importance of honoring our hunger and how well that aligns with the message of intuitive eating. We know that the more we restrict and the more that we delay honoring our hunger to use our pendulum analogy here maybe i can offer one serious tidbit of intuitive eating information in this episode but if we pull in our pendulum analogy right so i'm holding the little ball at the bottom of a pendulum and i'm pulling it to one side and i'm pulling it pulling it pulling it pulling it as far as it will go the analogy here is you're hungry but you don't eat and you restrict and you keep waiting and you keep waiting and you reach this breaking point really where you are so stinking hungry that you're not you you're a hangry monster or at least i can speak for myself i turn into a hangry monster and eventually when you are later surrounded by food because we all have to eat at some point when you let this pendulum go you are in much more of a position to swing all the way to the other extreme and have an eating experience that feels chaotic and really out of control where you are not going to be able to feel like yourself. You're not going to be able to tune into those fullness cues because your body is in like survival mode. It's like I needed this energy and this food hours ago and thank God I'm finally getting it but Now I got to make up for lost time. So you're not you when you're hungry, you're stuck in that pendulum swing. And that maybe feeds into the diety narrative of I have no willpower and I can't be trusted around food, but all the real ones know that is not actually the case. We know that when you're in that state of hanger or unpleasant hunger, that all intentions of eating with moderation or paying attention to those fullness cues are really going to be thrown out the window because biology at that point is running the show and biology is always going to win. Who knew that a conversation about Halloween candy, specifically Snickers, yep, you guessed it, would spark such a conversation about honoring hunger. But I couldn't agree more, Snickers, you are not you when you're hungry. And I really like you, so I would prefer you to be fed and adequately nourished as often as possible. So that, my friends, was my countdown of favorite candy slogans, why I like them, a breakdown of what your favorite Halloween candy say about you. I hope if you stuck around to the end of this episode that you found a little bit of joy and excitement. Maybe I made you chuckle a couple times. I think it is so important when you're working to heal your relationship with food to sometimes bring a little levity to the conversation and have some fun with it. And I am so grateful and appreciative of you listening to this episode, listening to anything that I share here on the podcast or on social, I am really, really grateful for your support. And speaking of your support, if you liked this episode or anything else that I share here on the podcast, any other guest episode or solo episodes that I've put out, it would mean so much to me if you could take a couple of moments and tap those five stars. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you have an additional moment and you would like to leave a review your support and rating and reviewing the show really does help it to grow more than you will ever know. If you are not listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also share this episode or any other episode of the show by taking a screenshot and sharing it to a social media platform of choice. Feel free to give me a tag at Claire Tuning so I can say hey and give you a shout out for listening. You can also text the link of this episode to a friend a family member, a fellow Halloween lover, if you think that it would bring them a smile, remind them of something fun, or if they could find a helpful nugget of information. (laughs) Fun intended. But I hope you all have a really wonderful rest of your week ahead, a happy Halloween and the rest of your fall season if you are honoring that in any way. And I will be back next Wednesday with another new episode of the podcast. But until then, take care. And happy spooky season.